0: So Fuck it. we'll do it live. We're doing we'll, yeah, we'll do it live. So I want to, I want to, I want to ask you something. Okay. So okay, we had talked you know, in your early days. You're in hip hop, right? You go to you go to uh, Manhattan, right? And yeah. you had talked about how when you first became an actor in in 95, 96, right? Yep. You had you were doing yep. um, Sinbad. So yep. take us back. How how did you get into acting? Because you said you had, you it had started as a model. Did you always? Yes. Did you always? I guess the question I'd say one: Did you mm. want always want to be a model? Did that just kind of happen? Mm. And then two: Did you always yeah. want to be an actor? And modeling was just the avenue to get there. You know, what was your dream as a kid? And then yeah. how did you ultimately end up there? Like, how did you become a model? How did you become an actor?
1: So I I uh, I wanted to. Uh, I wasn't quite sure when I came into New York if. Breakdancing and all that stuff was a legitimate at that time. Of course, a lot of breakdancers have gone on to choreograph music videos, they become dance teachers. You, You understand? I didn't see that in my cards. So, uh, it was one of those uncles and legendary and founders of hip hop, uh, who one of these gentlemen that actually said to me. Bro. I think you should look into acting. Everyone around here is all breakdancing, Rapping. I get it. I understand. You. Being a foreigner. In America. Coming from England. You should really do acting. But let me take it back. So coming into New York, finding myself infiltrating the music industry, you know, being fortunate and blessed to get a taste of it. So there was a group called Ultramagnetic FCs. They were one of the biggest hip-hop group out of the Bronx, New York. Uh, that's cool. Keefe, G, Trevor. I mean, these guys took me under the wings. Uh guy called Tim Dog. And it was just this family.
2: That's where the hip-hop hop originated was, from.
1: Cedric, Cedric yeah, from the Bronx, baby. Exactly. I said, oh, wow, you get it, right? So uh, what's his name? Gee. These guys worked and produced uh, Boogie Down Productions' first album. BDP. with Scott Larock, BDP. BDP, before he, before he passed. So BDP I before, was around... Before,
0: before this BDP existed. There was BDP that before BDP this BDP, BDP right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so so I was around all of that at a very heavy moment. Um, wow. So I was so blessed to be around it even when Scott Larock had passed away. Uh, it was just... To watch this group ultimately take me under the wings. And prior to that, Chuck D had reached out to me to lend my voice on a track. Wow. Of his album called, It Takes a Nation of Million to Hold Us Back. The song was, She Watch Channel Zero. So Chuck D and Hank Shockley said, all we needed to do, you don't have to, we'll pay you, come in the studio, and you have such a great voice. And all you're gonna do is she watch, she watch, she watch, she watch, she watch channel zero. She watch channel zero. Right? It's the it's the name of the song. She watch channel zero. So that was like, ooh, I love this, right? You know, I yeah, I went in the boot, one take. They were like, wow, you're natural. So, again, then when I found myself with ultra like the GCs, I became a sort of the guy, not just part of the family and someone that was actually down to when G's brother got married. I was also invited to the wedding, you know, down to that level. So I started to have this weird doubt. Is there a future for me in this? This is fun. I get it. This is a very competitive world. So a tragic incident happened. Uh, one thing led to another, and I was shot. So I was shot like seven times. I was literally in a coma. Really? Yep. And this was in around New York. In the New York? Time, yeah, in, in New York, in New York, in the Bronx. And I, and I, I just remember after several life saving operations you know to the point where I had a colostomy bag hanging at the side of my wrist and I just said to myself if I make it out of this I want nothing to do with this business at that time that was me Um, because during that time I was thinking maybe I should be in AR. I have a good ear for music. Maybe I should go into the corporate side of the mu- music industry because at that time hip hop was taking a very wild turn. It became very became a very dangerous business. Mm. Now now what's um, uh what is AR? AR is uh, okay A and R is usually the person that goes through the music and makes decisions. In an artist's life, so you're the guy that would listen to endless demos of potential talent.
2: Okay, like a P Diddy.
0: Yeah does it does it does it be, stand before, does it stand before, for be, something? Does A and R stand for something?
1: It's, uh, it it's something recording. Okay. It, it's 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 uh how, how can I describe A and R? It's you 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 are the ears to the record company. Yeah, it's you're the what, one uh... that take the. <clears throat> go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. You you're about to say something. I was say saying something. it, it kind of
2: like uh you know when uh you know. When P. Diddy was, or Puff Daddy back then was Yeah. I forgot what label Uptown, Uptown Records.
1: Uptown. And he got, yes. you know, he's got, real. he's got the
2: ear for Biggie Smalls and he's like, I like this guy. That's uh, right. okay. He brought okay. him he brought him That's in. Right. He got fired and he's like, Yo, Biggie, me and you're about to take off. Let me let's come start with me with the you, record label. Got it. I'm a so hip hop head, I'm a hip hop head. I looked at it. So it and R stands for
0: artists and repertoire. And it's a representative is responsible for finding promising new artists for record label. That's right. Artists and repertoire.
1: Okay. Yep. So you're the ears of the street. You're the ears of the environment. You take them to the top. You say, look, I think this is your next talent. So I had that being around the greats of the game, right? So it was either I would do that and wiggle my way out of the whole breakdancing and you know, wannabe rapper type of mentality. So when this incident happened, I said, I need time to reflect on my life. I need time to think. I'm young. Too, and I've too just bad you weren't made smoking cigars at the time.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I,
1: I, I, you, you understand, right? So it was one of those situations where I was actually protecting someone. Okay. So it wasn't it wasn't a situation where it was a robbery, or it was just one of those things where I literally took a bullet for an artist. You got in the middle of someone's beef. Uh, Yeah, I exactly, and 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 it was one of those. Tell us where this person is. We want nothing. You you have nothing to do with this. Stay out of it. And my attitude was no, I'm not. So it was either me or them now i couldn't live with myself saying he's over there sure go get him i got nothing to do with this no i stood up so i'm that's something that's been that's also a mark in my life where i would do anything to protect family and friends but now thank goodness the fact that i'm a different human being i think i would not put myself in that situation to mm-hmm. take a bullet I think I would find a diplomatic way of talking people out of killing each other, and that's the beautiful thing about us in the cigar world. We're diplomatics. We're very diplomatic people, mm-hmm. and that comes with that comes with spending time with a lot of elderly, because the cigar world is full of a lot of elderly men with stories and war stories, and you listen, you go, "Oh shit!" But I had to learn that the hard way. So when I got out of the when I got got out of a coma and and I took a bus. I left turntables, records that I've been collecting for years. Literally gave my turntables to uh, T.R. Love from Ultramagnetic. I said, yeah, "Have them. Here's my records." I was like, "Forget about it." I literally got on a bus from New York to Miami Beach with a plastic bag and forty-five dollars in my pocket. They didn't know where I was going. All I know, I wanted to be in the sunshine. Had no plan. So, my goal was to go to Miami, get a job as a waiter, save some money, and figure out what I was going to do with my life. And this happened to be around the time of Hurricane Andrews. I don't know if you guys know about Hurricane Andrew in 92, 93, Mm -hmm. uh, Florida. So, I This is the first time I've ever encountered the aftermath of a hurricane. So I came into Miami with a bus and this place was like fucking... Gone. (laughs) Gone. Trees everywhere. Um, People were so friendly. It looked like I walked into a place where people appreciated life. Don't, you know... Um, You guys live in the Florida area. Whenever a hurricane hits and the aftermath, people are so blessed and happy to be alive, right? They're not even concerned about their houses. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of homeless people, people squatting and living with other people. So I came into town where everybody was rebuilding. And it happened to be me coming into town to rebuild my life. So what perfect timing. So I came in and I remember sleeping on the beach because it was so nice so warm because there were other people who had lost their homes and properties who were just laying on the beach so this one guy he he sees me he's been watching me for a couple of days and when you have come from the situation that i was in you're just happy to be alive so i kind of turned my back towards new york Cut off all contact with everyone. Um and finally, this one guy, um true story. Um, his boss owned a yacht that was parked on the other side Cullen Avenue by the beach. I think first one of those where they keep all the yachts and boats and said, um, you don't have to do this. I've been watching you for a couple of days. You seem like a good guy. I'm going to trust you and I'm going to give you a place to stay. So I'm thinking it's just going to be a regular apartment or something. I was sleeping in a yacht that his boss owned what? and his boss was out of town. Damn. That's a deep. 100%. Wherever this, wherever this guy is, man, reach out um if you happen to be watching this i am that guy you you helped and he said um stay here my boss is out of town he won't be back for another month and a half and with the hurricane and everything i don't think he'll be back for a while first time i've ever slept in a yacht beautiful it was like an apartment i treated it as if it was mine with respect So, remember, I'm in town, so there's no partying. There's no, hey, guys, come over. I I knew no one. So I stayed there, recuperated. they are just taken the colostomy bag out. I healed up. And I went out three days after having the best sleep of my life to go look for a job. And it was like I was so desperate that I literally walked into a bakery on South Beach and they said, the only job we have is washing pots and pans and dishes. Can you be here at 4.30 in the morning? Because the guy's coming at one, two to bake. All you do is just wash up. I was like, I'll be here. 3.45, I was there. So for like two weeks, washed, earned money and went back to the guy and said, look, They've paid me ahead of time. There's a hotel that is willing to take 250 from me for the month. Fantastic. Well done. Boom. That hotel, at the bottom of it, there was a restaurant that they were rebuilding. Right? And I decided that, you know what? I'll just try my luck i've never waited table before but let me see if i could switch the job from the hardcore waking up at four o'clock now during this time i joined the gym so i started to work out i started to build so I rebuilding my body and everything and kind of walked into the restaurant while they were reconstructing they said well we have a job for you in the kitchen if you if you're cool with it Or you could be a busboy. I said, I'll take everything. I'll take anything. And they were paying more. And I get tips. So now, instead of washing dishes and all that stuff, now, and I went back. I said, thank you so much. Uh, A month later, I said, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. I've I've, I've, I've had another offer. Decent hours for me. Um, I need to, you know. And it's like, sure, no problem. You know, you're welcome. Thank you. Anyway. So I went from being a... Bus boy when this restaurant finally reopened up and this hotel was right next to where Versace, the Victor <laughs> Hotel, was building it sure. and breaking it down into his villa. So it was around that time. So I would be busboying, taking place, watching this construction going and going, wow, who's going to live there? They so, said, oh, this guy called Versace. I was like, oh, fantastic. Wow. Italians coming into town. Watch. Watch where this is all going. (laughs) And it became one of those restaurants where you would actually see Versace himself walk by. May so rest in peace. And all these photographers, big photographers, like. And then this one day, the uh, Constantine is his name. He was the maitre dean of this restaurant. Um, He decided to have a comedy night. And one day he said to me, I don't want you to be a busboy no more. I need you to be a waiter. You're very elegant and eloquent. I love the way you speak to people. It's people like you that we need. Would you be willing to do that? And I was like, "Ah, really, I am kind of enjoying being in the back of the house. He says, no, I need you out there. I said, cool. And I tried it. For a week, but first, this is where everything comes full circle, because I needed to study your whiskies, and your wine, and your champagne. So he gave me this thick book to study, and he said, "Uh, and you will make fifteen percent of all sales that you sell." And the reason I want you to study this book, because he goes, "I see you." Understand acting. You're from England. You understand? I said, yes, I do. That's good. Treat it like you're reading a script. So I memorized all of the champagnes, the whiskeys, the price. Then I selected all the one with the high price. You know why? So I could make that juicy 15%. Hell yeah. So I would hustle the specials of the night, the whiskeys of the night, the champagne, everything, look at the client. I was like, yeah, he got money. Boom. And then this one client happened to be a photographer, a Zabber. Uh He was sitting with a couple of models that were having dinner this one evening. Served them, Boom. And he turned around, said, you're a handsome man. And I thought, oh, boy, here we go. This guy's trying to pick me up. Like, oh, yeah, you were in Miami. <laughs> so. so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh my god here we go because every night you get that right you're a handsome man where you from but 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 he's Colombian guy slick head looked like Ricky Ricardo just looked slick smooth you know uh, really good looking guy a photographer too It was weird right he should he should have been in front of the but he was an amazing photographer and he said um have you ever thought of modeling I said oh, oh, oh no <laughs> you got the <laughs> you got the wrong man and he says. What do you want to do with your life? I say, honestly, be honest with you. I want to save a whole lot of money. Hopefully one day own a cafe on this beach. They're cheap. The spaces are cheap around here. They just got out of a, the hurricane and they're rebuilding. And I think it's a good time. He says, yeah, but I don't see that as your future. Said it to me just like that. He goes, you're running away from something. Damn. He said, I see you as an actor. And you're going to be a very successful one. All you got to do is step into it and command your future. I was like, wow. But first, I want to test shoot you, see what you like in front of the camera. And if you're good, I'll take the pictures to the agencies. And I could have you in Milan and Paris within the next few weeks through the agencies out of Miami. Within a month and a half to two months after that, after my 25th birthday, (laughs) I was back back where I left many years ago. London, from London, Milan, Paris. Wow. And the rest was history. Unbelievable, man. Let me tell you how it works in the fashion industry. You make, so you have what's called cover magazines inside magazines, right? Then you have what's called catalogs. Then you have runway and you have showrooms. So you have the test pictures, which he shot. They take that and they go, we need him to get tear sheets. So tear sheets are the insides of magazines. So like GQ, Italian, Bazaar, French, uh, Womo, all these different high-end magazines for fashion, right? like you know the fashion magazines yes with yeah, that of you course. see for for whiskey this that and then you graduate based on the fact that when someone opens your book all they see is all this magazine covers and inside of magazines and you audition for those right so every photographer that would look at my book was like oh I, I gotta shoot this kid he's good thanks to a Zabra, Everything he said would happen. And he said, model, get yourself a bunch of TV commercials, travel the world, and that's how you really save good money. Now, when you do these magazines, you don't get that much. But what it does, it puts you in the top tier for big campaigns. Like Dior, Armani, it just puts you... And then I started to book these big jobs and then I started to do all these fashion shows. Then I ended up in South Africa, Cape Town. This is before the TV series mm-hmm. came along. So there is a lot of the Germans, the Europeans will come there to shoot car commercials. I, I remember I did an ad for Renault, all these these car commercials, suit ads. And then one day, my life just flipped this is almost a year and a half to two years into modeling so i just got back from 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 uh paris shooting a dior campaign catalog for the african and the middle east region and i get a call from my agent saying uh, there's a tv series that's going to be shooting in Cape Town, South Africa They heard through the grapevine That I would like to go into acting Because I was booking lots of TV commercials Now these TV commercials are like Two second spots that could take two days to shoot could, You know And from there um, My first TV audition As an actor So this is an LA All American There was a TV show The executive producer was David Gerber. Made "So Rest in Peace," part of Baywatch. These are LA producers. They travel around looking for good locations to where they can shoot something. And this was one of the first TV shows that really came into territories and locations to be shot in that era in South Africa. Now South Africa just opened up, right? You know Mandela's not the president, so they. All these TV shows and stuff are coming in. And that was the beginning of my acting career. The casting director said to me, modeling is great, but how long are you going to do that for? You want something that you can do into seventy, into your seventies and you would only get better as you go along. This TV series, I was supposed to be just a guest star when they shot the first pilot episode and did a screen test in la they came back and said "Uh uh-uh this guy has to be one of the series lead regulars that to me right there was a sign that this is what i was born to do remember the guy in new york that let's backtrack i said I see you as an actor. And this is one of the pioneers of hip hop. says, I see you as one of, I see you as an actor. You need to look into that fast forward. Right. And who told you that? A, who a, told a, you that? A, 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 a. Wow. Man. It will come to me. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> because I just, I yeah, just yeah. thanked this guy not too long ago. He just planted a
2: seed. He planted a seed.
1: Yeah. I say it's because of you. I beca- I am who I am today. Thank you very, very much. Um, but he was one of the pioneers, um, and this is my story. Beautiful, and man. just like this that, is, and, and you know, you know what's it's it's funny, you know, amazing. I mean, what's,
0: what's what's so interesting about this is, yeah. you know, nothing. We are firm believers in that God has a, God has a plan for yep. for everybody. Okay, He is the ultimate yep. planner, and no matter what yes. you think that you can put together, doesn't even come yep. close to what He has in store for you. So when you think back back all the way to your high school days when you first got into hip-hop, right? Yeah. Had you not gotten into hip-hop, you would have not been interested in the people that come over to New York and say, Hey, look me up when you're in New York. So then you wouldn't have traveled to New York to meet these people. You wouldn't have gotten into the hip-hop scene. You wouldn't have gotten shot. You wouldn't have gone into a yep. coma. You wouldn't have said, you know what? Yep. I'm going to get out of this scene. Where am I going to go? <laughs> Down to Miami. <laughs> you wouldn't have started, you know, bussing, living on a yacht. You wouldn't have started bussing, bussing tables. You wouldn't have met this fashion guy. He wouldn't have yep. flown. All of these things backtrack into the one day. You're like, you know what? I, I kind of like this hip hop scene. I'm going to start dancing. I'm going to start doing this. Yep. And next thing you know, 20 years later, you're the star of a TV show. Like, how the he- if you If I would have went back and told you as, as a high school, hey, Plan out your life for me to become an actor. Mm. You would have, there would have been no way, nah, for sure. that you would have Yo, been no able way. to plan all of these things to happen. That you would have said, you know what, I'm going to go to New York because in New York I'm going to get shot, and then I'm going to go down to Miami, which is just, <laughs> gonna, which is actually going to have a hurricane on my way down there. So I'm going to be able to mm-hmm. rebuild. There's no possible way no that way. you could have planned all that. It's all about all about not. the choices you make. It's unbelievable how everything falls into place. One thing leads to another, and here you are, twenty years into years your career, to thirty yep. years into your career, yep. Yep. winning best because actor, winning you know, nominating for this, nominated for that, best picture. Be- I mean, you can't You're you not-
2: can't write that. Like you can't script that. No, I was just gonna say you can't script yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> mm. Little actor uh, plug that you can't script it for sure, man. It's unbelievable
1: my wife My wife said something the other day because I was doing a, an interview, and she said, "Bless those people. They have no idea that there are so many layers to you and your life, and it's all by the divine grace." Mm-hmm. she said she said, "Man." and the mar- meeting her three kids later, looking back. And I'm just shaking my head sometimes. And I'm just like, you just said, you said it best. You couldn't, you couldn't write that. You could not, you couldn't, you couldn't make that up. That's crazy what you the way you put it, you know, like that. And what's funny, the way you said it, you know, there is a saying about karma, right? Yes. We write our karma, good or bad. What goes around comes around. But it's not bad. And it's what goes around comes around, right? But what goes around comes around is for a reason, right? looking back at, I think it was, was it Grandmaster Kaz or what? You know, looking back at him, that moment, Chuck D in the studio, ultimate making those decisions. And I don't get mad at the person that shot me. <laughs> I actually thank them. When you are, when you can look back now and go, wow, thank you. Or you heard a story of people like Malcolm X or people who go like Mandela, 27 years in jail, comes out, becomes a person. It's like, wow, you had to go through all that to lead by example, to come out, mm-hmm. take, you, you know, yes. you he comes out, he doesn't take revenge on anyone. He comes out a different person. And sometimes, unfortunately in life, many of us have to go through this journey to be who we are today. You guys, i am sure the stories, you know, I could, I, you know, I could tell you stories like the COVID, right? If you look at the COVID, the COVID, those that stuck together, husband and wife, people in relationships, employees, or people that stuck with each other and made it through the COVID, are grateful. I'm grateful because a 100%. lot of things, you understand? Yeah. My, my, things, wife you I, know, my, my wife and I, my
0: wife and I are our relationship has has grown
2: tenfold because of because of yeah. COVID. I moved yes. in I moved in she was my girlfriend at the time. We just moved in three months in, COVID hit, and I said, If we can wow. la- if we can last this, yep. we can last the whole we can last a whole life. We That's lived in a five hundred twenty five square foot one bedroom apartment. That's what my wife said too. She goes, we can If we can make it. it through
0: this, because you know, you're you're on top of each other all day, yep. every single day. And you're like we've gotten so much stronger. I mean, you just the, the, the communication skills mm. have gone through the roof. Moved up. It's just, it's, it's, yeah. So you take everything as it's, a blessing.
1: It's a blessing, you know. So my first, my second child came, the first COVID. Born 2019, October. Then we came, I, I was on my way for a major gig in China. And someone, in, so October, around December, I was supposed to be gone. And someone said, yo, something, there's a breakout, something's going on. I think you might not want to take that job. I didn't. I ignore them. I'm like, what do you mean, break out? What the hell are you talking about? Guess what? The people for that gig didn't return the call. Now, my 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 second child just came into the world, right? October. So August, September, October, November, December, January, February. Things just kind of was going weird around the world, right? You didn't quite know what was going on, but something was off. Then in March, I came to Norway with my wife, my son, who was like what five, six months at that time, twenty twenty. And as we came for my father in law's birthday, we arrived in Oslo, birthday was over, we're about to leave, and Airports around the world shut down. So we were stuck in Norway for seven months. Wow. Wow. An apartment in London with no one in it, and we're still paying for it. Could you imagine that, right? And then we're blessed. We're in Norway on a farm. And you're like this. The world is a standstill. No one knows what is going on. Second COVID, my third child is conceived. Boom. And I'm watching all these moments in my life going, God. Happens, for a, right, Crazy, yeah. Happens but, for a reason. Crazy. Yeah. Happens for a reason. What it did, it made. And everyone's got a story. I mean, I, I lost someone very dear to me, someone that literally raised me. They they came to London from Africa, and two weeks later, seven days later, they were in the hospital, coma, boom, gone. Gone. Just like that. So I saw it just one of these weird moments, and what it did to me today, it made me so appreciative of life. Mm Mm-hmm. I can afford, like you guys, to say no, not interested.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: <it's laughs> when you 100%. when you get to that place 100%. in life, that is That is, I I don't know how to describe it. It's a phenomenal and the most beautiful place to be when you can say to someone, you know what? I've been through hell and back, so do me a favor. Not interested.
2: Yeah, leave me alone. I'm good where I am.
0: Yep, it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a Uh, a gift that when you receive it the ability Mm -hmm. to say no is it's liberating because so many people have this fear of missing out and they just say yes to everything and they have no standards they have no boundaries to say no no i'm not that doesn't fit with with my morals that doesn't fit with my values that doesn't fit with you know, what I want to be, what my schedule. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just saying no. no and a lot interested. of people think, oh, saying no is just, you know, somebody might ask you, Oh, you want to come do this? No, I'm not interested. Yeah. And then they think not interested. Well what well what it was is it something I said? Is it me No, it has nothing to do with yeah. you. No, I'm just not interested. Oh well, not well you're not my friend. No, oh, I'm your friend. I just uh, no I'm not I'm just interested. Doing me. I'm just yeah. doing me. And, and it's the yeah. art of saying no is just it's it's, it's yeah. liberating.
1: I love it—the art of saying no. Yep. So that's my that's my story regarding you know to answer your question. That's how I got into acting. That's my that's my journey.
2: I mean, you tell it. You tell it. So you you, the whole this whole podcast. I don't even know two hours or whatever, but you know, you're obviously right on the button. (laughs) You're you're obviously in the 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 movie TV show business because you articulate and you tell stories so well. Mm -hmm. And I love. I need to do more what you do when you talk. You take long pauses to think where i'm very i i mush my words together and i i've been trying very hard for years to talk slowly and articulately and take breaths so i respect and appreciate that yeah i did and notice I, that too that's very um it, admirable to to see somebody that it thinks, thinks it, before they speak it just it just like when i see someone speak and they can take long pauses it's it i don't know it's just very confident to me it's uh you know, we're from New York, so we try to spit everything mm. out in one breath. You know, we're so used mm. to just saying, yeah. And I know, you know, when you are, because in your head, if you don't get it out all in one breath, you feel mm. like people are like, are you going to finish talking? But when I'm listening to you mm. talk and I'm listening to you take breaths in between, I'm like, what the fuck's he going to say next? Like, what? He's leave me on the it, edge of my you seat. You know what's good
0: about it is, is, is a lot of people are mm. uncomfortable. With silence. Silence, Yeah. They feel that they always Mm. dub the term awkward silence, but there's Mm. nothing awkward about it. It's your thinking time. I'm thinking. And I actually saw there was an interview that I recently saw. I don't know if the interview was recent, but I had recently Mm. seen this and it was a clip of Kanye West was being interviewed by somebody. I don't know the guy's name, Mm -hmm. but he had asked Kanye a question Mm -hmm. and Kanye... Took a second, mm-hmm. paused, was thinking about the answer, and the guy jumped in and said, what, we're going to take a break. Let's go to – while." while he, and Kanye said, no, 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 no. we're not taking a break. He goes, I am <laughs> taking time. And they said, no. He goes, no, we're going yeah. to take a break. Kanye said, no, no, we're not – do not turn the cameras off. We're not taking a break. He says, you asked yeah. me a question, and I'm going to formulate a response, an intelligent That's right articulate response. I'm going to take my time to think yeah. about an answer yeah. and then yeah. I will respond. And
1: yeah.
0: the guy was like, oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa okay. Okay. fair enough.
0: Okay. And Kanye took a second, five seconds, six seconds, seven yeah. seconds, and then he came out with an answer. Yes. And man. I thought that that was so – Something uh, powerful that's about that. Yes. It's very powerful. He goes, I don't want to say the a- wrong a- thing. I don't want to stumble over my words. I'm going to take a second, think, and then speak.
2: Hmm.
1: Fact. And, and it's like this. Right now, I'm smoking the blueprint. And and this is something, I, again, I owe everything you've just said. Uh, and I appreciate it. Everything you've just said, I got from the cigar world. I study people a lot. Um, that's what I do for a living, right? Uh, you do it long enough, you become a master at it. Uh, as, as an actor, you... Or an artist, or a designer, like you know, my wife and I, we have a lot of things in common. She has a corp; she's from the corporate world, the tech world. I'm an I'm the artist. She's an artist. She, we went as far as she designed her wedding dress. She sold it herself. Wow! Right, that's another talent. So in in the Nordics, and also I would have to thank my wife and and her. Uh, side of the family because Norwegians are very calm and collective people. They are not easily impressed. You know, as us, we do the dance on the table, we hustle and bustle. They sit there calmly and they watch. And sometimes you go, is he going to respond? Is she going to say something? Just like you just said. And so when I first met her, she said, you're going to notice something about people in the Nordics. We have very long winters. And I'm like, whoa, what does that mean? She goes by three o'clock in the winter. The country is dark. We have time to reflect. And honey. I want you to catch on to that because that will help you in your journey. And I understood what she meant by that. Because as human beings, we are creatures of habit, but we could also break those habits, Mm -hmm. right?
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: So being around her, being around a lot of people from the Nordics really helped me a lot. It helped me as an artist, I never feel now I have to rush to design anything. If you're in a hurry, go find someone else to help you design that ring. I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. If you're in a hurry, uh, catch me on the rebound. But right now I have a job. I'm going to focus on this job. So I'm one of those actors in the last 10 years where if I'm working on a project I don't want to know about the next job. <laughs> Respect. I don't care. Respect. Uh, and also, being a father helps a lot. You know, being with kids. Huh, Gotta have patience for that. There is a that's the toughest job in the world, a, man. That's <laughs> it, it's a, it, you, you understand. There is a thing in 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 my Buddhist community that we hold on to very dearly. It's called human revolution. And what does that mean? Is that conflict within you that beats you up from the inside out. So, for example, maybe if you don't have kids, you probably have nephews, you probably have nieces, you've probably been around babies. In my case, being present Is a moment where you get one of the biggest beatings in your life that makes you change your ways. So, for example, I want to be rich. So you make this plan you go into this meeting and just when you think you got it all together out of nowhere a curveball gets thrown at you and the person in front of you is literally ridiculing you not to put you down and this is where the human revolution kicks in They're actually testing you to see how rich or successful you want to be at this situation you are trying to sell me. So let me take it to a kid. My son would say to me, Papa, I say, yes. Can you lay down here with me? Daddy's got to take care of some stuff. No, Papa, I want you here now. And you're like, what? In your head, you're going. And you're like, damn. A grown man, you say, look, I got something to do. Let me call you back. But a child will say, no, I need you here now. Meaning, I don't care what you got to do, what you got to take care of. I'm scared. It's dark in here. I need you to lay down with me. I need to be safe with you. They don't put it in those terms. Mm -hmm. But it takes precedence over everything. Exactly. So what does that do? It teaches me, this little bitty human being has taught me patience in one split second because I'm present or when my wife is telling me off and I'm fuming and she says, look at me, honey. And I'm like, That moment is what we call human revolution, because first of all, I understand the term love, appreciation, because she cares for me. She's putting me straight because she loves me so much. The easy way is to say, honey, I don't want to hear this shit right now. I'm out. But the the fact that I can stand there and take the hits of what she has to say to me or this person or my daughter has to say to me or my son has to say to me is what we call human revolution. Hmm. Or you're fired or you're not what we're looking for right now. As desperately, as bad as I want this circumstances or this situation to be is not going to happen the way i want it to be i would need to be roughed up and it's not a negative it's a positive mm-hmm. if that makes any sense no, for sure uh, 100% you,
0: it's <clears throat> i can uh, i can relate in <clears throat> my basketball days so i used to play yeah. i used to play college uh basketball i was a collegiate athlete mm. and there were times when I wasn't performing the way Mm. that my coaches knew I could perform. I wasn't Mm. running through drills or executing Mm. drills the way that they knew I could Mm. execute. And there was moments where they would ridicule and criticize constructively, of course. I mean, some Mm. cases, you know, I... Was the type of player that responded better to a little bit more of an aggressive approach. Yeah. That was where, you That's know, right. there's different levels of coaching and you have to find out which student responds to different tactics. I respond a little bit more to the aggressive approach when it came to athletics. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> my coaches saw that and would provide that for me. And it's that point where you're, yep. you know, you can either completely shut down if they are speaking aggressively like come on you're being for lack of a better term you're being a little bitch stop being a bitch come on you're better than yeah. that play like a man you're playing like a boy they, yes, you right. can shut down and say i'm not a... what is he... what does he know i he... responded and said no you're right you take a... no i'm i need to play like a grown ass man and stop playing like yes, a little right. bitch and yes. then you take it to the next level and that's how you could but to your point is like you had mentioned, everything is is done with love. Everything is it's not done yes. with hate. They were not saying yeah. that to try to put me down. They were saying That's that right. to take me to the next level. And it's That's the right. same thing like you said with your wife is they're not saying that to berate you. They're not saying that to yeah. put you down and to like completely demoralize you. They're saying it to because they love you and they're saying it That's to right. build you up and take you to the next level of your relationship. You know, there's exactly. a... a one of the scriptures you know we are we're both christian and there's a scripture in the yes. bible uh i believe it's mm. corinthians actually i just i looked up i believe it's corinthians 16:14 which says do everything cool. do everything with love everything yes, that right. you do you do it with love if i'm going to you know criticize you i'm doing it with love yes. if i'm going to praise you i'm doing it with love everything I love it. is done
1: with love with love it's i'm so glad you say that you you, you because my 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 my, my father my my family are really uh, very strong Christians. I have my family. I mean, and it's funny you say this. Uh, so I'm around a lot of prayer warriors like you guys. Uh, I was a Christian, of course, Catholic, and you know I understood the Bible very very well. Like when people, uh, and that's the beauty of where I'm at in this world right now. That I could sit with. Scholars of the Bible like yourself uh, People of all walks of different belief system Whether you're Muslim, whether you're Hindus And we A lot of the Bible scriptures It's amazing It's just basic Sweet I call it basic sweet Common sense I yes. always say to people How are you going to tell Almost 4 or 5 billion people Christians, they're nuts. Are you out of your mind? I would say to people. And they look at me and go, shit, where is he going with this? I go, I, I'll tell you where I'm going. When a man wakes up every day to pray, you got to give him credit.
0: Yeah, you're going you to you're gonna tell him that he's insane. You're going to tell him that he's insane. This God
1: praying. that he's praying to is. Yeah. It, 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 you understand, right? right. Because right. as a Buddhist, uh, in the form of Buddhism I'm with, we are interconnected and the real land or place of peace is in the thick of things when you are in a room with christians muslims all people walk atheists all sorts of people that you got to walk and talk with every day the cashier the people that says good morning, how are you today? You understand where I'm coming from. Being in that, the thick of things, is peace. Does that make sense? It does. No, hundred percent. no doubt. It's not. It's not. I'm just gonna sit here and go kumbaya and everything. No, that is not peace. Peace is in the thick of things. Does that make sense?
2: Yes, it does. <laughs> It does. <laughs> I, think, I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's a great way to to leave off. I mean, I, no, that's I, a high I, note right I, there.
0: I I know I, I, I agree <laughs> with you, and I, it's right. it's it's a beautiful thing. And like like you had said, where you know, regardless of what you know, and, and to be quite honest, there's a lot yeah. of commonalities between various yeah. religions. And yes, you know, one of the that's why they call the golden rule of life. is yes. do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Don't Amen to that. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> that, yes. that is the rule yep. of life and I don't care what religion that you follow, they all yep. teach that. Be yep. a decent human being, mm. treat others with being respect, a decent human. treat others with kindness, treat others with love. Yep. Respect.
1: That is a big thing in the Nordics. Uh my wife she's a Christian. Uh she's a Lutheran. And one day she said, honey, I don't care what anyone believes in. Just be a good person. Absolutely. And you said it. Thank you for that. Amen to that. You know, uh, 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 and that's the beauty of the cigar world.
0: They
2: take all take it all, take it all back, full circle, man. That's it. I mean, speaking yeah. of cigar, man, this is the first time I've had yeah. a, I smoked a blueprint for two hours. Yeah, I, it's two hours yes. and twenty I've, minutes. You know, yeah. I love my cigar so much, but I've never smoked it before yeah. for two hours. You know, over two hours. That's crazy. And, I, and to be honest, uh, I, st- I still got a little yeah, bit. a little bit I left. I could yeah. still
0: get a little bit out of this. But look um, at mine. I, I,
1: I was thinking I would, I would have two. <laughs> yeah. Now I could save this. Ah. There you go. Well, we got I there's plenty this more away. where
0: that came from, right? We, you know, so oh, thank we have you. plenty more of that. But, but listen, you know, yeah. Oris, we we really do appreciate you taking. It's been great the time. I know it's late over there. It's past midnight, I believe. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> <I've
2: been> just... <laughs> <laughs> time flies when you're having fun. But, time. but we really do appreciate
0: you, know? you taking the time to sit with us here on the burn down. It was a fantastic conversation. This is going to have, have to be two parts, easily, um, mm. and we we thoroughly enjoyed it. It was, oh, you know, you. it was emotional. It was enlightening. It was fun. It was passionate. It
2: encouraging. Was, motivation. It, it was, was every, heavy. Every adjective. <laughs> it was heavy at times. It
0: was, you know, it was heavy at times. It was light at times. It was wonderful, and we really do appreciate you coming on and and, and sitting here on the burn down with us. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. I,
1: and I and I appreciate you too. Thank you for having me. Um, it means a lot uh to to me uh to the cigar community um that we're not just we're practitioners right we we don't know it all you know that's one thing i tell people i said you know the significance of cigars even the boutique houses that make cigars that we love and we enjoy are people like us who put their money where their mouth is they're not they're, they're not backed by big corporations these people the former bankers former uh uh, uh stockbrokers decide to say you know what i'm just gonna i love this thing so much i'm just gonna go lay in nicaragua for a while or oh, Dominican republic mm-hmm. study this thing and create something i like to smoke and that's the most beautiful thing about the industry we're in and to see us here um having this conversation in the name and in the love of this thing of ours is amazing that's what it's about you know and i would say anyone watching this man um if you do find someone that smokes cigars just have an afternoon with them you know just, just 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 spend an hour with them. You'd be surprised uh, what fire and ash and smoke. The spirit and the power of it. It will make your if you're a Christian, you become a better scholar of it. If you're a Muslim, you become literally a better if it, but it's whatever denomination, whatever it is you do, um, whatever you're into, it will really help propel it. And it's just about us, right, being still, right, being in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that we're sitting here on any given day, what I'm smoking could easily take me an hour, maybe 45 to an hour. But here we are, just. You, I, let it happen. I, you, you, know <laughs> what, just, let <laughs> you know what? And
0: I, and I kind of, as
2: we say like, before, Justin, you know, we have a little slogan here. We, we spark it up, we talk it yeah. out, and we burn it down. And That's, this podcast today was the epitome of sp- sparking it up, talking it out, and burning it down. Oh, amen to that! And you know what? Now that I'm, I'm, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm listening to you talk about how you know this, this is
0: fire, this is you know ash, this is smoke. Yeah. This just kind of just came to me, but cigars, and we're, we'll end it on this. Mm. Cigars, what you actually do with a cigar when you think about it, when you sit down with somebody mm. to smoke a cigar, you are. Lighting a fire to burn tobacco and turn it into smoke, mm. and what does fire and burning actually do? You're actually breaking down and destroying something when you burn mm. it, when you torch it. So what you're doing with a cigar like is, is you are actually breaking down and destroying one thing, mm. right? Or, or you're you're breaking down a cigar and turning yeah. it and burning it and turning it into clouds of smoke while you build up the relationship with the person you're smoking it with.
1: Amen. Amen to Hallelujah.
0: Holler back. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Damn, you,
1: son. You, you t- you, you, it's
0: it's a way of, of sitting down with somebody else, and you can take this one thing, it's like going like and this. as this one thing diminishes <clears throat> into nothing, something else is born.
1: It, it, it's funny you say that, isn't it? Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Right. It's a, re, it's a, re, it's a reborn, right? It, it's, it's a rebirth. It's, it's, it's like we've been, yeah, it's a rebirth. And and that's what each of these moments, now that you said that, wow, that's a revelation. It just came to me. It's a rebirth. We can renew our vows with ourselves, right?
0: Yes. It's about
1: re, renewing our vows, not just with our loved ones, but with ourselves. Each mm. time. I can say – I could just add this to what you just said. Each time we light a cigar, we are renewing the vow with ourselves as a human being on this planet.
0: Amen to Each that. Time,
1: Amen to that. You know I what I wanna mean?
0: Put, I want to put a picture of you with that quote on top of it right there.
2: I love it, man. Damn.
0: that's, that's how That's how we got to end it right
2: there. That for is sure. Yeah. This is amazing. Thank you. Brother, thank you so thank much, you. brother, for – coming on spending thank you. over it. two hours with us enlightening us empowering us it's been a fucking awesome conversation i yeah. <laughs> see that and I, you know, thank you and uh you know i thank wasn't you. expecting it to be like this but i'm glad it was yeah you know what i mean mm. that's what i'm saying you know, that's all i gotta just, say about that uh,
1: thank you guys I, I appreciate it and i'm uh i wish you guys a lot of success Thank On you. your show, I I have watched your shows, and you have a lot of stuff that I have forwarded to friends and people.
0: Appreciate. Well, thank that. you um, very much for the God, support. God, God, you, God. God, you know,
1: very deep stuff, and I I I can see now you guys are you're very deep in faith in your belief system, and it's it it's it's just listening to you too and a lot of your shows, um, wow, it's a church. That is, I cigar you know, church, years, baby. Uh, it's a church, and I heard a guy saying, "Man, I'm going to church," and what he meant was, "I'm going to the lounge." Yep, yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. You know, what I'm saying, I "So, love it. Uh, thank you for inviting me to your church. Thank, thank you for, you know, I have this thing called Oris's sanctuary. Thank you for uh, bringing me into your sanctuary, into your, into your hall, into your place of worship." And, and 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 opening the doors to me, mm. um, it means a lot. Human to human, you know, there's nothing like friendship. That's you it. You know, and I, and I appreciate it. You know, we. I, I'm I'm so glad to be part of your family. Uh, it's funny. We're not here. It's funny, all right. We're not here selling things. Oh, this is what I'm doing next, and blah 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 blah. I love how we are here to talk about real life stuff.
0: Yes, you know, more from, life. From yes, the strength more
1: life of this you know. That's so what it's you. about, man.
0: Thank you. No, thank you, Oris. Thank you. Uh, so, so for everybody that's listening and watching, <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed this. Um, if you made it this far, all the way to the end, you know, give yeah. us a like, give us a follow, subscribe. Check out Oris. Uh, he's got some incredible things that, that he's done and that he is doing for the future. Um, be sure to check him out on Instagram. I believe your your Instagram is the Oris Eduardo. Is that correct?
1: No, I... I am. Uh, uh, my name is I-, I, am I, I am Oris Eduardo. I am Oris Uh Be sure and to go And my cigar. And for my cigar page is Oris Sanctuary. So I have two. Uh, okay. Just,
0: so go go follow him. It's at yeah. I am Oris Eduardo, and that is E R H U E R O,
2: and then yeah. also Oris's Sanctuary. Um, also yes. check him out on Netflix. He's got a couple movies out on Netflix, and I have, uh, you know favorite yes I think once, yes the new one is sunday affair and the one i'm really looking forward yeah. to is the uh rogan one the the right red redcon uh, one, uh, red, redcon, uh, one. Uh, uh, yeah, redcon
1: one yeah redcon one that's on uh that was on netflix now it's on amazon prime oh i'm definitely gonna oh, watch yeah. that. you know what i might actually watch uh, that and, right uh, now watch that tonight and i and i and i have endless other beautiful projects that i'm so it's all displayed oh. on your
2: wikipedia page so any other movies yes. just check them out <laughs> list of beautiful yes and then the other one thank is you, uh sunday affair right that's on yeah, yeah it's on, it's
1: sunday affair which is on netflix at, at this yeah. time so yeah
2: so horace mm. we'll, uh, we will send you off with our infamous uh salute chin chin um, yes my shirt right here it says it all right here cheers chin chin and salute my friend thank you so much for salute
1: thank you thank you ah <laughs> mm. thank you guys <laughs>